gentlemen the epl boys we are back in town as always here to bring you the best from the best league in the world the english premier league as always my name is matt and i never do this alone because i'm afraid of the dark that's my one bad joke of the day as always i'm here with my main guy jd jd number one how was your week number two how excited are you for these games this weekend well, number one, my week was pretty good. Just it's pretty average, honestly. Uh, saw my parents tonight, actually had dinner with them. That was fun. Um, on Tuesday's episode, I did mention that I there was a good chance something really good was going to happen in my life. Uh, he's getting the ass. He's getting the ass plants, guys. We yep, got enough happening. money uh, from the GoFundMe. No, it's but, happening um, for real. Uh, that thing did in fact happen. Um, I can't say it yet because I haven't signed anything. I guess I could say that. It's not technically official, but it is. Um, I don't know if it will be fully official on, on well, two, we record Monday, on Tuesday's episode. I, I don't think it will be then, but definitely next Friday's episode for sure. I will have great news to bring to all of you that none of you will probably care, but just know that I'll be really happy. Um, it'll It's life-changing for me. So, uh, yeah, so, so far this week has gone really well because I, I received information that made me really happy. Um, but to the games this weekend, ooh, boy, I am excited. There's some good matchups. The only problem is Sunday at 1130. God damn it. I have no, I have no idea what to think. I, I, I don't know. We'll get to it, but it's the last game it that is. we'll talk to or, or we'll talk about. But, it, man, I don't know. All the, all the other games are great, though. It is never good when your team is playing the game of the week. Uh, yeah, it is going to be a rough one. Uh, an exciting one at that. But guys, we are going to start. As always, if you are new to the English Premier League boys, as we are, every single Friday's episode, what we do is we break down every single game coming up on the upcoming weekend. And JD and I choose who we think is going to win or if there's going to be a draw. We've been racking up these points all year a quick update, JD at 29. The fans, you, yes, that's correct. You can go on our Instagram and choose, and your pick matters. The fans at 28, so JD, you only got a one-point lead. But hey, excuse me, Fuck I am not fans. far behind with 20. Yeah, I'm I'm almost there with 25 points. So we are going to get into it, guys, at 7.30 in the morning. God, I hate the fact that Man United has played back-to-back 7.30 a.m. games like... That's just so inconvenient to my life because, like... Hey, it's the 12.30 p.m. game in England, so, you know. Yeah, but, you know Be what? realistic. That's a, good, that's a good time. It's a, the lunchtime game. Yeah. I guess, but Manchester United will be hosting Everton. So, Everton coming in... You know, they've actually been looking very, very good recently. I'm still not sure... Are they getting back Richarlson? Are they getting back Delver, uh, Dominic Calvert-Lewin? Is there any news on these guys? I I have no idea. I really, I try not to follow Everton news. It, it's just, it's sad because it's not as good as Liverpool news. Um, 
if you can't tell, I really fucking hate Everton. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I honestly haven't heard anything. Uh, I could do a quick check on. So the... I'm actually, while you were doing that right now, I'm looking at it. Dominic Calvert-Lewin has an upper thigh injury. Will be back early October. So I don't know if he'll make this one Probably as not. well. Pickford and Richarlson are both listed as doubtful. So as of this point, not looking good. But might I say it's not any better for Manchester United with both Harry Maguire and Luke Shaw both expected to be out for this game. United didn't look great in their victory against Villarreal during the week uh during the midweek game against Champions League, but they still did win. But their defense was a massive problem. Now they are getting Aaron Wan-Bissaka back. His suspension does not carry into the Premier League. And for that reason alone, I think Man United should take care of business at home against Everton. I am going to lock in that Man United will be winning this game. So JD Man United have not looked confident recently. Now, there's a little bit of fandom thrown in there for me, but I don't know. What are you thinking? I mean, yeah, they haven't looked con- like they haven't looked confident. Like, sure, their their midweek Champions League win wasn't great. It wasn't great. They they relied on having a 36 year old striker win it in the 94th minute. Granted, that is Ronaldo, but still, like, I for <laughs> large parts of that game, they didn't look great, and. I, I think they'll beat Everton. I, I don't think that's an, an issue. I just... They they need a statement here. Like, this is a, a decent team that they're playing. And I, I just think they need to... If they want to have ambition of beating some of the bigger boys in this league, Everton's a good starting point. It, it, it's just a, a good, like, upper mid-table team that if they could just get a statement win, like, keep a clean sheet for one and maybe put two or God, three pass. I, I wish... Yeah, and it'll be tough, no Harry Maguire, but you have Ronaldo, and when you have Ronaldo, you have more than, more than a chance. So I... I am a... As a United fan, I'm also excited. Edison Cavani seems to be back at 100%. And Rashford. So there's a lot of... Rashford does come back. Rashford is now beginning team training, so that is another key factor. But honestly, Cavani being back at 100%, I think is going to be massive, because I think... Ollie's going to try to get those two, Ronaldo and Cavani, together. The fans are agreeing with us. Manchester United, clear through. This next game, sorry boys and girls, it's going to fucking suck. Burnley hosts Norwich. Um, The fans are going with Burnley. And I, I, don't, I don't disagree. But JD, I... I Help me make a pick here, if that makes any sense. Because I look at this game and I just don't care. Like, I'm not taking anything against Norwich fans or Burnley fans. Like, this game is so irrelevant to my life. Like, JD, help me out here. Yeah, I. it is It is the most irrelevant game of the weekend uh, so far, probably of the season. I, I, I'm only going to... I'm going to go draw just because I don't give a shit. Like... I d- like I Norwich suck. Norwich saying. aren't gonna score, and Burnley are gonna fucking Burnley. Like I, I this is gonna end nil nil probably, and no one will watch this game. I don't think Burnley or Norwich City fans want to watch this game. I, it, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Like it's a Premier League game, so it'll fucking sell out. But I, God, if there was if there was a game that the own team's fans would be like, why is this a matchup? Like we're not gonna go to this game. This would be the game. 
But since it's the Premier League, I, no matter what, it'll fucking sell out. Like if I was like, look, if I was in England and I happened to be in in Burnley and had nothing to do on a fucking Saturday, yeah, I'd probably rock up to this game just to say that I went to this. Uh, I've already been to a Premier League game, but to say I've been to two. <laughs> Fuck you, Matt. I've been to a Premier League game. Weird, weird, weird flex. I've been to a good uh, Premier League yeah. game. I've been to Liverpool Spurs. Well, I, uh, you know what? You know what? Just for the sake of being different, the fans are going with Burnley. You're going with a draw. I'm going to go with Norwich. Why? You know what? <laughs> f- f- you know what? I'm going to go with Norwich. And the reason why I'm going to go with Norwich is... This is probably the best opportunity their offense is going to have to kind of open, like not open, but they're going to have more possession in this game than they will have all year. So, I, I, why not? Why not? I mean, honestly, why not? Who cares? Norwich, sure. Let's go with it. Uh, This one, I think, is going to be pretty easy. Chelsea will be hosting Southampton. Chelsea coming off of a loss in the Champions League against Juventus in a one nothing loss. Uh, Thomas Tuchel's side have not now have only had like two shots on target in the last 180 minutes or something. Have not have scored a goal in the last two games. Um, yeah, I think all of those streaks stop on a hard dime. Uh, if you have a Chelsea player in fantasy, I would captain them or play them or yes, because... This is the game you're going to want them to be in. I'm going to go with Chelsea. The fans are going with Chelsea. JD, what are we thinking? Well, they lost to Juventus midweek. I think maybe there'll be some rotation because it's Southampton. But even even so, I there's no like playing the Southampton team right now is just an easy win. So I I don't see anything but a Chelsea blowout here. Yeah, no. I mean, it, I just. Being at home, the form Southampton's in, and I feel like just, you know, Chelsea are going to look for a nice bounce-back win. So we are moving right along. Leeds United will be hosting Watford. Now, this game is going to be interesting because I think this game actually has the potential to be wide open as well as I believe it has every opportunity to be a high-scoring affair. Uh, JD, I'll have you start this one off first. What do you think is going to happen down at Ellen Road? Well, this game will be wide the fuck open. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I really don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to go draw just because I I, I can't tell if it's going to be high scoring or it's just going to be miss after miss from both teams. Leeds, they they can look as good as they want. I, 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 I'm losing faith in Leeds. I love how they play. I love watching them. I'm just absolutely losing faith in them. And Watford, I you don't know what you're going to get. Ismail Azar could have the game of his life and great, or he could be completely invisible as well as the rest of the team. I I don't know. I I want to say Leeds, but I, I got to go draw. I think this game is going to be so open, just chance after chance. And it, I don't I don't know if it'll be high scoring just in the, in the form of these two teams in front of goal. I, I, I don't know. So I, I'm just going to safely go draw. And the fans believe in Leeds. They believe in what you're thinking because the fans are going with Leeds. But now, guys, for the second time today, we are going to have, all of us are going to have three separate picks. I wrote down Wofford because I honestly think 
what has killed Leeds all year? Having too much possession of the ball. Watford will allow Leeds to have all the ball, and then Watford will hit on the counterattack like they're they are gonna want to do. I feel like this is the perfect, you know, like I've called it before, the perfect setup for chaos for Leeds. So I I think again, I think this final score could easily be like three two. And honestly, out of all the ten o'clock games, this is probably the one I'm gonna watch because I think either the other games are just not worth my time or they're blowouts. And that's going to lead us to the final 10 o'clock game, the final 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time game. We have Wolves hosting Newcastle. This game could be interesting, but it also at the same time, I just feel like this game is going to be very cagey. These are both teams who really can't afford to lose this early in the season. And I feel like for that reason, no one's going to take the big risk. I think I have this game going as a draw. So I'm pulling out my first draw of the week. So JD, Wolves, you know, just had recently had a good win. of the, You know, had a nice win. Raul Jimenez has finally opened his account for the first time since his major injury. But Newcastle have... St. Maximum, and they have X-Factors. And apparently, if you're watching FIFA, you have uh, Stevie Bruce with 99 pace off the bench. So that still is the funniest commercial I have ever seen. Yeah, I mean, this is basically Adama Traore versus Alan St. Maximum. Who could dribble better? And I, I, I'm going to go Wolves just because I picked a lot of draws already. Um I think these are pretty evenly matched teams when it comes down to it, but Wolves on their day can be better. If Traore can just put one, one ball in, just one ball, Jimenez getting back on the goal sheet last week, I look, I have backed Jimenez so much, and I backed Adama Traore. It just, it, it, it's got to work sometime. Maybe it'll work this weekend. Like, this isn't an in-depth analysis of these two teams. But, like, I, I think Alan St. Maximin is going to ha- put on a show. Donna Troyer is going to put on a show. It's whoever can put the better ball in. And I, I'm just going to say Wolves here. I think o- maybe overall the team, by teams, Wolves are the better team. But we'll see. I, I wouldn't be surprised of any result, honestly. But, yeah, this will be a good game to watch. I, I think I the Leeds Watford game is probably the game I'm gonna watch like you, but I'll definitely be checking in on this one. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The fans are also going with a draw. The picks were close enough where I could not split them. The final game on Saturday it is going to be Brighton hosting Arsenal. Brighton getting the late equalizer um, in their last performance, and Arsenal coming off of probably their biggest win of the entire season absolutely trashing Tottenham. The fans are believing that they're going to just ride that hype. They believe Arsenal are going to take this. Now, JD, I'll hand this off to you. As someone who is not the biggest Arsenal fan I know, do you think Arsenal keep the good, you know, good vibes going or I mean cuz this Brighton side are still in the like top 4 top 6 area so technically if we're going off of statistics right now, Brighton should be favorited heavily. Yeah, and I am certainly betting on a Brighton win because I know they will I even they're home and and I think this game will have positive odds for both teams money line. 
I'm probably gonna put some money on Brighton. They might have a they might have better odds because it's Brighton. I look, Brighton have r- rattled Arsenal in the past, and they they're looking good this year, and they they've looked like they could they can they can pull out results. Arsenal, yeah, sure, they beat they beat Tottenham. Cool, cool. I I, I don't know. You haven't shown enough. They they have not shown enough this season. I think Brighton are gonna, are going to come in confident at home with their with their home supporters. I think this is not going to be close, and and I say that as in like a two one or or a one nil. But for Brighton, that's that's a huge win. So I yeah, I'm going to go Brighton. Funny enough, I also too wrote down Brighton. Um, Brighton at home, it's exactly you said. Brighton at home. They are just there. It's a feel good story right now, and it's a lot of feel good factors. Um, it would not surprise me if Arsenal did turn around and get a result out of this, but I, I just, I don't know. Something about Brighton and the way they're just getting, you know, they're creating their opportunities. I don't know. Uh, Danny Welbeck revenge game is also on the cards. Uh, Neil no, Mope. It's always good to have. Neil Mope is going to troll Arsenal in this game. He doesn't even have to score. Actually, the- this is Ben White's return back to uh, that, yeah, back to his old stopping ground. So there's a lot of little battles within the war, I guess I could say. Uh, now we move on to Sunday. Uh, we have two not, we have three nine a.m. games and one eleven thirty. Yeah, I just uh, what happened? What know. happened this, to the the two thirty or three p.m. game? I don't understand. I just, I really, honestly, I don't know, like. This is honestly one of those things I would love to just reach out and just tag NBCSN on like a tweet and just be well, like, it's not, it's hey. not them. It's not them. It's well, the Premier League like setting uh, the schedule. Maybe. Well, well, I mean, they have to coordinate with the TV providers. It's not like they can just show up. Yeah, but that's Sky. Just, if anything, that's Sky. It's not NBC Sports Network. Oh, they're part. Oh, they're, they're part. A small, they a small part. Way, way smaller than Sky Sports is. All right, well, you know what? Maybe I can just tweet at Rebecca Lowe and you can just not ruin my day because she's basically the reason why I wake up on Sunday mornings. Here, here I'll ruin uh, your day again. She doesn't like you. I know she doesn't. Okay. <laughs> Leave me alone. Crystal Palace will be hosting Leicester. I'm not even going to think about this one for one second. Leicester will take this. Leicester need a bounce back win and they're going to do it at Crystal Palace. I, I'm not even hesitating that. The fans as well believe in Leicester City to do the business. Now, JD, Crystal Palace has been eh this year. Leicester City have been very, very poor. And they just lost midweek, you know, they lost midweek again in the Europa League. What what do you think is going to be the result out of this one? Look, I hope Leicester City win because if Crystal Palace beats them, goddamn. I I just I I I can't I I can't see it. I, I just can't see it. Leicester City have to win this game. I think Brendan Rodgers is going to be telling his team, you guys fucking have to win this game. I Rodgers will be questioned if they don't get a result out of this. So I... I just... I just want to say I've been questioning Brendan Rodgers all of last year and the year before. Just because you win a trophy doesn't mean you're a good manager. Hey. Tell that to Oli. Hey, Ollie's a good manager who doesn't need a trophy. Yeah, see how I spin that one? Eh, eh, yeah. eh. No, actually, I, I think Ollie's completely just lost the wheel. 
Um, <laughs> all right, so we're Leicester City across the entire board. Uh, the, the next 9 a.m. game. This one actually has a lot of potential to be interesting. Tottenham will be hosting Aston Villa. Tottenham just got absolutely trashed in the Premier League against Arsenal, then won 5-1 to one midweek in the Europa League conference. Wait, wait, wait. Who, who'd they beat? Who'd they beat? I, I, I didn't even I have no idea. Yet. I have no idea. My, my, I didn't my friend uh, Trevor, Trevor, friend of the pod, he DM'd me on Instagram a thing saying like 5-1 to one, Tottenham win, and I literally responded with, what club? Because I had no idea who it was. It was so funny, and he still hasn't everyone, responded to me. Everyone can beat Cincinnati FC 5-1, okay? You're not that special. Wait, um, wait, that's not who it was. It's a joke. Oh. I'm just saying it's just it's just a bad team. That's That was the joke. I was making a joke. I don't joke even know what country it was from. Like, Neither do I. Honestly, <laughs> I, I the fans are going to be going with Aston Villa. Ah. I look at these two and I'm just like, Spurs have not looked good, and Aston Villa look like they really put up. Like Aston Villa look like they want it. They look like they got a team in place and they have a lot. I- I'm going with Aston Villa. I'm really backing Villa in this game. JD, to finish it up on this one. I mean, do you think Tottenham bounces back? I mean, Aston Villa look like they just beat Manchester United in the league last week, so. Yeah, that's I not got impressive. By the way, I, that's not impressive. It isn't. All right. <laughs> I mean, it's not. Not. I'm anymore. gonna go. Not well, anymore. Okay. Okay. I'm still gonna go Aston Villa. I don't think Tottenham know what they're doing. Villa haven't had the greatest of starts of the season, but look, you you beat United last weekend. Just go off that. Just just use that energy, and I yeah, Aston Villa all the way. The next one is going to be. This one's actually a very interesting game. A very interesting game. West Ham will be hosting Brentford. Brentford, the little team that could. They are just doing whatever they need to do to grab a result. I mean, their five, their last performance, 3-3 against Liverpool, was just that was cinematic masterpiece, in my opinion, that game. Um, funny enough, the fans, I'll have the fans lead this one off. They're going with a draw. Like, would you have ever thought, J.D., that Brentford would be predicted to draw against West Ham, a team that qualified for Europe this year? I'm going to hand this now off to you. What are we thinking? I mean, yeah, no, I would not have picked Brentford to be getting a draw at the beginning of the season. I, I, I liked how they looked in the championship, but no way. I, they have ju- they have been the surprise of the season. I as a Liverpool fan, I am happy for them for, for drawing three three last weekend. It was a great game. I like sure I'm sad because Liverpool didn't win, but Brentford are just a fun team to watch. And and honestly, so are West Ham. I I I understand why this is a draw right now. I, I, I these are, look like two evenly matched teams, which is so weird to say. I think I'm gonna go West Ham just on paper. But I totally, I, I fully understand why the fans have chosen a draw. So I, I'm, I'm going to go West Ham. I, th- I think they are deep down the better team. But Brentford, man, they can surprise anybody at this point. 
I love everything you said, and honestly, I don't disagree one bit. And I'm also going with West Ham, but here's the massive factor. If this game was played at Brentford, I would choose Brentford. Because honestly, them playing in front of yeah. their home crowd has yeah, been something I agree. absolutely beautiful. But they're going to be playing at West Ham. I think that West Ham will now have that home field advantage, and I see what Brentford have been doing defensively. But Mikel Antonio is just a different, just a different monster to deal with. And uh, again, I think this game is going to be great. This one is going to have like I'll have the like multiple games up as I always do, but this is definitely the one that's going to be on the big screen. Speaking of the big screen. It doesn't get much bigger than Sunday afternoon soccer. 11.30 kickoff, boys and girls. Liverpool will be hosting Manchester City. This has become a very interesting rivalry. Klopp versus Pep. This is, this is the stuff people line up down the street to see. This is going to be a boring game. Because the game of the weeks have always been cagey and boring. I'm calling it right now. I will, of course, let JD go first because it would be rude if I don't let the Liverpool fan lead this off. Yeah, I I agree with you in some way that this will be a boring game. I'm gonna go a draw. Just and not I, I don't think it'll be like a nil-nil draw or anything. There will be goals. But look, Trent Alexander out. Trent Alexander-Arnold is ruled out of this game. So James Milner is going to fucking start it right back, which, look, it, it, it worked midweek. Milner even got an assist against Porto in the Champions League. But this is Manchester City we're talking about. He's going to get abused down the left wing. He He's going to be absolutely abused. Van Dyke is going to have to clean up, which I I think he'll do for the most part. But there will be goals in this game. I, I'm just hoping. I'm hoping for a midfield with Curtis Jones. He has looked so fucking good this season. I, I've I said it all last season, knowing like okay, yeah, Wine Adams there. It what well, yeah when Wine Adams was still there, I understood why Curtis Jones wasn't getting time. He's finally getting time, and he is proving why he deserves that playing time. I I just his rocket against Bradford, man. Uh, and it, his, his just overall dribbling and passing is fantastic. He's he's 20, I think. He's 20 or 20. He's younger than Trent. Uh, it's wild. They're just the youth in this team. I mean, you have Harvey Elliott who's injured. The, the youth is just insane right now. I mean, Diogo Jota is only 23 or 24. Like, goddamn. Like, that's super fucking young. He'll probably start. Because Firmino, Roberto Firmino, I, I think... I think I've come to terms with him being... I know he was injured, and that's why I wasn't starting. I wouldn't be that mad if he, this season, he's a substitute. like But like a regular substitute. Like He comes off the bench in the 60th or 65th minute every game. I'd be fine with that. Having Salah, Mane, and Jota start most of the games, I'm fine with it, honestly. I love, I love Bobby Firmino, but Jota is... He just has that goal instinct. That Firmino sometimes lacks. And right now, Liverpool are scoring a lot of goals. And it's... I think it comes down to that. But having having Firmino come in late in the game to tidy up up top. Where, sure, he can get a goal. But he can also control the ball, he can control the ball in the opponent's half. And that's big. 
especially if you're winning. That's huge. Just keep the ball away from the other team in their own half. So I like I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna stick to it. I'm gonna go draw. But it'll probably not be the greatest game ever. So the fans and I have agreed on who we think is going to or what's going to happen in this game. We both think Liverpool are going to win this contest. And I don't know what the fans' breakdown is going to be, but I know what my breakdown is going to be. And it is one factor and one factor alone. And that is called Anfield. Pep doesn't do well at Anfield. That's Anfield true. completely wall-to-wall packed. This is the game of the week. The entire world is going to be paying attention to this game. Anfield is a different factor that not many coaches in world football have been able to crack. Arsene Wenger even said that that is the reason why Liverpool have so many Champions Leagues. is because Anfield is an X factor you can't predict. Honestly, I just feel like the ba- with the backing of that entire home crowd, um, I think it's, again, I think it's going to be a very cagey game. I think it's going to be a low-scoring affair. But I just see a 55th to 65th minute Mo Salah goal somehow, you know, and then just a garbage-time scrappy goal somehow that, like, I could see this game, if I had to put a number on it, I think, like, a 2-1 final. I think that would be... You know, but I think I think Liverpool have looked good. There's a reason why they're on top of the league, and I don't know. Just I feel like when it comes to taking care of your business at home, Liverpool are best, and they're best for a reason. So that is going to be all the picks this week. I'm gonna make sure we're gonna keep our eyes on everything, and then for our next week's episode, we will have all the breakdowns and see where we are on that table. I mentioned, oh, we mentioned briefly during the episode, uh, all of the teams that are qualified for European soccer all played this previous week. I'm just going to do a quick breakdown of their score lines and where they are on their current group table. We'll start from the bottom up. Tottenham won 5-1 to one and are first in their group. Leicester City lost one nothing. They are in last in their group. West Ham United Uh, 1-2-0. They are first in their group. Liverpool Football Club beat Porto 5-1. As they do. First in their... Yeah, as water is wet, the sky is blue, Liverpool beating Porto. Liverpool 5, Porto 1. They are first in their group. Chelsea Football Club lost 1-0 to Juventus, and they are second in that group. Manchester United beat Villarreal on a Cristiano Ronaldo 95th minute tap-in. Cough, cough. They are third in their group. Manchester City lost to PSG. That warmed my heart watching that messy ball go in. I'll tell you that right now. That was that was something nice. I'll tell you yeah, what. I hope he does that more than more often because that was his first nope, PSG just, goal. How 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 nope, crazy is is the fact that nope. that was his first PSG goal? That's fine. That's fine. I hope Messi's only goals are against Pep Guardiola. <laughs> Manchester City lost, like I said, two nothing to PSG. They are third in their group. So, um, on a side note, not Premier League uh, rele- uh, relevant. Sheriff FC is everyone's favorite club. That's it. If you're not a Sheriff fan, just, I don't want to talk soccer with you. He's not a, they're they're not uh, Dirk Kite's uh, favorite club. Did you see that quote? Uh, 
Yeah, I did. And I'm sitting here just like, oh, come on. Here's the thing. No, like, here's the thing. He said, I'm pretty sure he said that before the season fucking started. Where everyone else yeah, thought I, the same thing. Like, you, you're taking, like, that, like, Sheriff FC's coach, uh, look, granted, he is in a position to bring this up. No, like, no question. He is in a position to, to make fun of that quote. But at the same time, everyone was in the same position to say, why is Sheriff FC here? Like, who the fuck is that quote? Like, I, I, I think it, it goes are, both ways. Where I, they I, are, they're first in their group, and honestly, nothing would warm my heart than watching Sheriff FC. Basically, it saying it out loud just makes it sound like they're a create create a team in FIFA career mode, which is just. Which, by the way, when this episode drops, FIFA 22 will be available for all consoles worldwide. It already. We is. are now going to go in. <laughs> Well, if you didn't buy the early access, okay? Some of us oh. don't have an additional $10. Well, I didn't, buy, I didn't buy it. I didn't get fucking early access. Fuck that. Yeah, neither did I. Neither did I. Don't I. Make, Everyone I don't else make, in our... I don't make money at my job. Are you kidding me? Like, I can't afford no, FIFA absolutely. yet. I got to save up for that shit. Dude, I didn't win. Dude. I didn't win the lads FIFA giveaway. I was I was banking on winning the giveaway from Kev at, at, at lads podcast. I never win anything from him. Except for the one time I did win something from him. But... Do you, do you know what's funny i you know what's funny and i guess this is just a weird like mentality i have i never enter giveaways i never do because Why? i i just know someone who could probably use said item a lot more than i could it's, and it's FIFA. just like i don't want it yeah i just don't what i'm gonna buy my own i'm gonna buy my own i it's i don't know <laughs> here nor there uh, we're going to go in, guys, as with every Friday's episode, we finish up our episode with fan questions. So, guys, if you're listening to us for the very first time, on our back, you know, on our Friday episodes, we always want to have fan questions submitted. They're always available for uh, you guys on our story mode. Hit us up with those fan questions. You can also hit us up during the week, and we'll save them for you. Like, we, we have no issue. I write them all down. So, guys... If you want to get a part of the conversation, we always like to hear your fan questions, open up new topics that maybe we wouldn't have talked about originally. So the first couple questions are from Thomas. Thomas, thank you again. A, you know, a fairly new listener, but honestly has reached out and we greatly appreciate your support. One question he had. Now, I'm guessing this is before Cavani was a massive impact going into the final goal for United over Villarreal is with Ronaldo now at United and young players now up at the top, you know, i.e. Jaden Sancho, Marcus Rashford, Mason Greenwood. What would you think about Cavani possibly moving to Manchester City as a number nine option? No. I don't, I just, I, I personally don't think that that would work. I don't think that that would be, I don't know. I don't know. JD, what do you think? I just, Manchester United and Manchester City usually aren't ones for doing business with each other. Usually Manchester City just enjoys eating our scraps after they're way, way past their prime. Yeah. I mean, if he moved there on a free, maybe, but um, definitely not an, an actual transfer. It w wouldn't happen. But he, even if he went there on a free, it'd be lame. It would just be lame. I, I, I just can't see it. I, I'm not saying he wouldn't score goals because any competent striker in that Manchester City system would score goals, and Cavani is more than a competent, a competent striker. 
it would just, it would just be boring. That that's not that's not the guy you want to see at City. Harry Kane is that, the guy you want to see at City. Honestly, that was the if if I want everyone to write that down. That was the nicest thing JD has ever said about a Manchester United player. Edison Cavani is a competent striker. That's the nicest thing JD's ever said about I'm, one of my players. Look, I'm going off of his CV, not not just him at United. I'm going off of the fact that he played for PSG and Napoli before that, and he was a very good striker at those two clubs. He's been he's been okay at United. He's been injured a lot, and he's publicly stated he didn't want to be there at, at some points. But <laughs> God bless. Him. That's God here, bless. That's every here nor there. One of us. That's here nor there. He's there now, and he's there for this season. <laughs> Thomas has one more question. It's a two-parter. Uh, let me read it all the way through, and then we'll do our answer. And, uh, uh, excuse me, if Manchester United don't make it out of the Champions League group stage, what happens with Ronaldo and Ole? And if they do make it out, is winning the only thing keeping both of them there? Um, I'll go first. Uh, Man United fan, I'm going to trump JD on this one. Uh, yeah. Ollie doesn't make it out of the group stage, he's done. Uh, that's that's going to definitely be it because bringing in, spending the money they spent, bringing in not only just Sancho, but Veron and Cristiano Ronaldo, That's there's now a level of expectation that if he doesn't meet, United will most likely go out and get someone else. Um, getting into group stage, I think, is a must. I, Ronaldo's here no matter what. I, it's not like United are going to turn around well, and try to con, sell Cristiano contra- Ronaldo. Yeah, contractually, he's there no matter what. They're not going to sell him. <laughs> yeah. You know what, Ronaldo? It's just not working out. So, hey, <laughs> thanks anyway. No. no. But um, if let's just say if they do get out of group stage, which I do believe they do have enough to get out of the group stage, um. I feel like this year, a quarterfinal, like, so what is it? With the knockout stage, yeah, you get through one knockout stage. I think the expectation, the minimum, the minimum this year is reaching the quarterfinals because I remember the team that Josie basically took and then Ollie took them one up was a much weaker side than what we have now. Uh, They made it to the quarterfinals. This team should make it to the quarterfinals. So... At least from my point of view, I think it's quarterfinals or bust for Ollie. Like, there is now an expectation. But that also is depending on how he's doing in the league. I also don't expect Manchester United to be okay with Ollie doing, like, getting to the semifinals of Champions League, but they're in seventh in the Premier League. Like, there's he's got to be good at all competitions. They have the depth. They have the stars. It's it's go time. It's go time for Ollie. And now there's no more banking on, you know, excuses. So, JD, do you want me to read back the question or do you think you got it? No, I got it. Uh, United should get out of their Champions League group stage. I Look, they've been a little shaky in the first few games. I mean, quite shaky, actually. But I think they can do it. Here's what I think with Ollie. Obviously, if they don't get out of the group stages, yeah, Ollie's gone. United have a big game coming up in a couple weeks against one Liverpool. And the last time a manager for Manchester home? United... I don't, I, do, away? I don't know. Hold on, wait. Let me look in one second. I'm so sorry to cut you It is at Old Trafford. Now, it is at Old Trafford, which makes it even more important that United beat Liverpool 
on October 24th. That's in like, what, three or four weeks? Um, I only know about this game, well, because I'm a Liverpool fan, but also because I'm, I'm going to my friend's place down in Maryland, who is a huge United fan. We're going to a United bar to watch this game. And goddamn, oh, oh, is, is this the one with the charcuterie board? The charcuterie? Yes, yes, the wine bar. Oh, dude, it's great. It's great. It's great, great place to watch games in uh, Gaithersburg, Maryland. But um, if Liverpool beat United then at Old Trafford, you remember the last time a United boss got sacked. You know what game it was right after? That was it. Well, it was. It was, was, it? It, was at, uh, it was at Liverpool. I, but I think, I think it's different. I think this is a different scenario. I don't think. I'm this, just saying. Like, Ollie is. He's right. He's know. riding I, a thin line right now. He, he is. He is walking a thin line right think, now. And if he loses at home to Liverpool, we could have a repeat Jose Mourinho firing. Nah. Ugh. I I think other factors would need to be going on. Like, honestly, if they lost... Yeah, I'll be straightforward. If they lost against Villarreal and they continue to look poor in the league, yeah, maybe the Liverpool game could be the nail in the coffin. I 100% agree that that could be a game. But if he pulls out results in other, you know, in other competitions, i.e. Champions League and the FA Cup, I think one loss to Liverpool wouldn't do it sure but that is going to be a very yeah that is going to sure. be a very tough game but they I'm need gonna, to I'm gonna be not Col- look so shaky gonna, in the next couple weeks yeah dude i'm gonna be in columbus ohio when that game's going on god is columbus on a different time schedule than we are uh yeah i think they're like an hour back yeah it would only be an Kinda hour starts. but yeah it's better than the west oh. coast waking next up question. at like 4 30 waking up at 4 30 in the morning to watch premier league soccer sucked fuck you california we have a couple fan questions from Tyler. Tyler, thank you again for all your questions. Uh, we're going to answer a few of them. We don't have uh, a ton of time to answer them all. Uh, the first question was, is the honeymoon at Chelsea over for Thomas Tuchel? So as uh, we broke down before, uh, Ta- uh, Tottenham. Oh my God, another London club. Chelsea are a little bit, the last couple games haven't looked great here nor there they haven't looked you know great but as jd and i said and again i i am i jd let me know if you don't want me to answer for you but they're playing southampton this week this is the perfect game for chelsea because they're going to be playing in front of their home crowd they're more than likely going to get a clean sheet they're going to get the goals they're going to look good uh you just this is the one thing about chelsea i'll never fucking get Jurgen Klopp won Champions League and could have done fuck all the next year. And guess what? The fans would have loved him. The players would have loved him. Everything would have been good. Everything would have been great. This is the one thing about Chelsea Football Club I just don't fucking understand. They just won Champions League. You are a front runner for the Premier League title this year. And all over the place. Tyler, not just your question, but all over the place. I'm hearing nothing but how Thomas Tuchel... Tuchel could be on the hot seat at some point this year the dude just won champions league what else do you want i'm so tired of a club that's born identity okay chelsea fans you're gonna freaking hear the brunt of this because honestly it's something that does piss me off i am so tired of the fact that when things get semi-bad all you do is just fire the coach that's it fire the coach get him out come on 
If Chelsea, if honestly, if Chelsea wanted to, they would probably go through three or four coaches a year just for the shits and fucking giggles. And honestly, that's just not the right way to run a club, in my opinion. So, JD, let me know if I said anything that you disagree with. No, I, I don't disagree with anything you said. I, I, I do agree. I just, I, look, Tuchel is a good coach. And he only strengthened his side this season. They just won the Champions League. And they, yeah, like you said, they, they are one of the front runners to win the Premier League. Romelu Lukaku is only going to get better. He, he is going, he is a bona fide 20 to 25 goal a season striker. And that just is not a, that, that, that is not a prevalent thing in today's world. Having a striker that you can guarantee will get probably 20, 20 to 25 goals in a season. That is so fucking rare. And his, his hold up play. I, I just, if, you, if, if Chelsea can just dig out some results. I mean, it's, and this weekend, oh my God, Southampton, they're going to beat the shit out of Southampton. I don't understand Caps where this, this talk of Tuchel out is coming from. I, I just don't get it. I mean, yeah, they lost to Juventus. Okay, that's a really good team. Like, sometimes that happens. It's fucking football. Like, that shit happens. Get over it. You'll get out of the group. It's fine. Jesus Christ fucking Chelsea fans like like I just think about it like Manchester United lose a game and everyone's just like okay let's take a look over the next few weeks let's kind of figure things out Chelsea lose one game and they're like to fire Juventus. the coach get rid of get yeah fire the coach get rid of these three players why aren't we going after this person let's all relax let's calm down let's drink replace some chamomile replace tea. Lukaku with Holland he's washed up like yeah yeah, I, I I don't know if that was a I, I don't know if that was a tweet from someone, but it probably was. No, 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 that was definitely a tweet, without a doubt. Chelsea put two shots on target in two, only in two games. That was a hundred percent a tweet. That was one JD. I hate going on Twitter, but that was one hundred percent a tweet, without a doubt. That was definitely something that someone threw into the universe. Uh, Tyler's one of Tyler's questions, and honestly, I feel like this is something we got to talk about. Hey, JD, what's your thoughts on Harry Kane so far this year? Uh, he definitely doesn't want to be at Tottenham. I can tell you that. That's definitely, that's, that is, <laughs> that is influencing his performances. I mean, I like, I, I don't, I, I don't want to say anything about the, the Wi-Fi code league. Or, well, the IP address league, I guess the Europa league is the Wi-Fi code league. The Europa conference league is the IP address league. He can do whatever he wants in that league. I don't give a shit. In the Premier League, Harry Kane, uh, Tottenham fans, look, like, he he doesn't want to be there. I think you've all come to terms with that. I just, it's not looking good for him. Yeah, he's done fuck all this season. I, I, he definitely has at least a goal, right? I think. I I can't Uh, remember it. He has no goals in the Premier League and really? his only goals this year. Yeah, his only goals this he has only like ten touches in the box all season. Like, Holy shit. It's, oh, wow. Oh, I it's, thought better of it. Oh no, my god. No. I just assumed I just it, assumed like, oh yeah, he had to have gotten a goal in one of the one of the previous six games. Like Yeah. Wow. It's not good. God damn. It's Yeah, really putting uh, putting all the work on Youngman's son there. Uh yeah, I don't know. I like like I I don't dislike Harry Kane. I really don't. I just maybe this is proving some of the things I've said in the past. 
don't know. His ego, maybe. I'll just. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be nice, short, sweet, and to the point. I agree with pretty much everything JD said, which is. Guy just doesn't want to be there. The guy feels duped by the club. Now, yes, I understand that he's under like an eight-year contract. He's the idiot that signed it. I think he admits it as well. But I feel like Harry Kane feels really hard done because he feels that there was mutual there was a mutual agreement between him and the ownership. Manchester City verbally and everyone knows came in at like a hundred and twenty something million dollars, and he turned it down. And, you know, he feels duped. Honestly, at the end of the day, he feels absolutely duped. And, yeah, imagine being at a place where you're the top performer, but you're not recognized and not given the respect that you think you Kane, deserve. Look, Kane should have, he should have demanded a release clause in his contract. Look, you could sign me to an eight-year yeah. contract or whatever it was, just a, an absurdly long contract, great wages, whatever, and, and a good valuation. But... You have to demand that release clause. And even if it's like 140, 150 mil, Manchester City would have paid that. Because they came in at like 120 or so. If they knew that there was a release clause of 150, they probably would have fucking paid that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so much easier to hit a target when you know exactly what you need to hit and not just a blind number they're not telling you. Yeah, you you can load uh, them all you want, but if you know the target, like that release clause, you'll get to it. And Tottenham, and, and Tottenham, I look, 150 mil, why didn't they bite on that? I don't understand. Why didn't they just say to City, look, you offered 120, if you give us 160, and then City will say, well, how about 130, and then and then Tottenham say, all right, 150, done. And City probably would have taken that, honestly. And and honestly, there are just, there's so many rumors that like Sid at Spurs at one point wanted a buck 75, so... Again, God, we could talk about that topic forever. Uh, speaking about um, Spurs, Brian reaches out. If Spuds, he actually wrote Spuds, but I'm assuming he meant Spurs. If Spurs finish poor this season, do you think they get they gut the whole squad and start fresh? Um, yes and no. Dan Levy isn't known for doing a lot of good work in the transfer window. Um, if he actually brought in a general manager who was able to take over these responsibilities, maybe, but I, I think Spurs have to figure out who's managing the club. Cause I don't think Nuno is yet concrete confirmed the guy and it would be very, I think unwise to go and start making all these transfers without a manager's mindset in place. Uh, the one biggest issue clubs have is, they have a new manager come in, and they have players who were there from three managers ago. And it's those are just a lot of different systems, a lot of different personalities. Bring in a manager you know who can run the locker room, and then you can start to build your club. I don't think gutting the club is the best-case scenario. So, J.D., what, what are you thinking? I think it's just funny how the spuds are always in a rebuilding phase. They're just always there. Like, sure, they got they got Kane, they have Son, they have Larice. I but it seems like they always are just missing half the team. I like and that's why they haven't won a trophy. And and that's not a dig at Tottenham. I just they are just constantly in, you know, that we're rebuilding. We just need a couple more players, and then they lose some players. It's like, oh, we just need a couple more players. Hey, we always got Harry Kane. Well, you probably won't after this season. You shouldn't have him this season. But I, 
I don't know. I I don't know. Nuno and look, Nuno is not a bad manager. He is not. Give him some money. Sell Kane. Give him some fucking money. He'll bring in some good players. They'll probably all be Portuguese, but that worked out pretty well for Wolves, I, I will say. And, Man- and Manchester United. Well, I don't know. I, look, Nuno, look, gutting the team is not a good idea because you're just, it's like, it's, you're going to, I don't know, you're going to be in the rebuilding phase anyway. So don't don't gut the team. You have good players to build around. Well, Chelsea's great, and Dombley, if you can keep him happy, he's good. Lloris still has a couple good years. Son, sign him to a extent, uh, just a massive deal. Just make him the highest paid player at the club. Get rid of fucking Harry Kane, and then bring in just somebody a striker. I I know that hasn't worked out well in the past, but just bring somebody decent in. I look, look at the Portuguese league. That's where Nuno knows those players, and he'll pick out a good one. I, I don't know. I don't know what needs to happen to Tottenham. I really don't. It's I, I don't hate the club. I just hate a lot of their supporters, and there's a lot of, of good players there, and I don't want to see them fail. Nobody hates Young and ba- Son. Nobody hates him. What a, what a backhand comp. Like that's like a walk by backhand compliment. Like I don't hate Tottenham. I just hate some of their supporters. Yeah. What a line. What a and line. And I know Liver. And I know, I also know Liverpool's gonna beat them normally. So like it's fun. Don't worry, Tottenham. You guys will definitely beat Manchester United at least once this season. You always do. Uh, yeah, probably. Final question. <laughs> final question. What U.S. professional athlete would make a great soccer player and at what position? That question comes from, of course, our favorite, JC. Uh, I, th- this, is, this is a tough one. Because, like, soccer is a unique sport that, like... Because everyone makes the joke that, like, oh, I could just drop LeBron James into any sport and he'd be good. I don't know if LeBron James would be good at soccer. I really don't know. Um, I don't know. You, you got anyone in mind there, JD? Because I'm, I'm thinking. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think, too. Yeah, of course, LeBron James is a, an obvious choice. Like, he's just a machine. But he's also old as shit. So, like, maybe in his prime, yeah, he'd be... a ridiculous center back but I, I i don't know i'm thinking like dk metcalf the seattle seahawks wide receiver just oh he's uh, so big, fast his nickname's megatron his body is literally just a single muscle and he's also extremely fast like imagine imagine him as a winger or or just a, i mean honestly just a striker because of how strong he is i it it'd be lukaku-esque with more speed but then, I mean, obviously, yeah. like, who knows how good he is with his feet, like, with the ball. I, But just based on physicality, I, I'm trying to think of other players. Like, I don't You I don't know what? Know. I'm, I'm, thinking more, got, I'm thinking more NFL, but, like, you got to think, like, also, like, basketball. Even, like, ice know, hockey, I guess. Just for physicality. I got one for you. You got one? I got one, I got one for you just because I know this guy can play every sport on earth. Like, it's like he's known, like, not only, again, spoiler alert, not only is he a gold glover, he is a silver slugger, he is also an MVP award winner in baseball. This guy also bowls a 300 game, oh, is yeah. great at darts. Oh, Mookie Betts. 
Oh, I no, thought you were saying Otani. Oh, shit. No, 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 no. This Otani hasn't Mook. been here long enough to... Mook. Yeah, Mook, Mookie, Bet, Mookie Betts is known for being just the perfect athlete. Like, he just... And honestly, I, I, what position? Probably something like a winger, center attacking midfielder. Something where he's not the goal scorer, but he's the goal creator. I could see him a hundred percent because of it that uh, because of his athleticism i don't know i i would love to just see if mookie betts could just try to play like i watched him on espn bowl 300 game and it's like oh this dude tomorrow night is gonna go play baseball what like absolutely baffling but um yeah no guys that is the episode uh thank you again as always, for contributing on the fan questions, we greatly appreciate all the support. Remember, if this is the first time you, if this is the first time you are hearing the English Premier League boys every single Thursday, bright and early, first thing in the morning, you have the availability to not only block in your fan picks, but ask us any fan questions that you would like to ask. Because JD and I take the time at on every Thursday episode, we take the time we want to answer these questions because. A lot of the times, JD and I like we'll end the episode and we'll talk about these questions again because it's like, wow, that was a really good freaking question. Like something we would never have thought of. But guys, it has been an absolute pleasure. We are going to see you guys after the weekend. Plenty of awesome Premier League action. JD, one last thought. How confident are you about Sunday afternoon? Not confident at all. That is exactly the mentality you need to have. Guys, be safe, be well, and we'll see you guys over the uh, weekend. Peace out.